At number 40 on the iconic 100 list is the 2009 Bowman Chrome Mike Trout card. And we're happy today to have Suze uh, Yanks Chick from Instagram and Twitter, Susan LaJudai here to, to talk about this card. Suze, I, I think this is this this is Trout's first card. Is it, you know, how do you, how do you feel about this card in terms of how iconic it is? She saves number 40 on the list. Number 40. Yeah, I'm gonna go with this is too high. And because I, I think his 2011 Tops Update rookie card should be ahead of this card. Um, I have no problem with it being on the list. It's, it's a great, it's a beautiful card. Um, but his, his, when you talk about iconic cards, like his 2011 Tops Update is a more iconic card than his 2009 Bowman Chrome. Yeah, Value-wise, yeah, the Bowman Chrome is worth more money. But when it comes to like, iconic ism or like even sentimental like for sentimental like it's his 2011 tops update so i'm a little surprised that this is that high on the list yeah i am too i i am too i think what i think happens sometimes is people look at different elements of something and they define the word iconic in different ways right and so the great thing about 2009 is you get the autograph version and you get that it's his first card and to some people that is just the ultimate crucial thing but but in terms of which card is more recognizable right? Which one is the one that you see more often and things like that. I think it's clearly 2011, but I just think as people, as people look at the survey and they ask these questions, I think probably what happened on this one is they said, Hey, there's a card that looks like it's higher end. It's an earlier card. I'm going to go with that one, but I kind of, I think I'm with you on this one. I think, but we've said enough negative about it. Now let's talk about some of the positive things about the card. Why, what, what, uh, if you're to take the other side of this, right, and you're to ask the question, how important is it that it is a player's first card? What would you say about that? Well, I mean, there's that. I mean, for a lot of people, you know, we talk about rookie cards and for a lot of people, despite the fact with RC logos and, you know, rookie cards are first pack pulled, widely available product. Um, you know, a lot of people view the Bowman the first Bowman as a rookie card, because that is their first card. So it's fair that people think this way. I think though, for this card, um, some of the hype also comes from the fact of how much the low parallels have sold for this card. Um, I mean, the super sold for a ton of money, red refractor sold for a ton of money. And when I say ton of money, I'm talking, I'm talking seven figures. Like we're talking a million, we're talking million dollar cards here. And I want to say, and I might, I might get this wrong and it's fine if I don't, if it is wrong, but his red refractor, I want to say one of the earlier ones when it sold for over a million was almost at the start of the boom of what everything was happening with the pandemic. And here was this card that like now suddenly caught this attention because like while it was always selling for a lot of money, million cards pre-pandemic did not sell for millions of dollars. Yeah. 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 You're talking like a handful of cards, like very few, like you could count them on one hand post pandemic like in the pandemic and post pandemic like the fact that cards now regularly sell for a million dollars or more to me personally is insane first of all um but trout's on that list and i for him to those like that 2011 tops update i don't care what parallel you find of that it's never going to sell for a million dollars but his 2009 bowman chrome yeah those are like low numbered parallels like they're red in the super those are million dollar cards so i could see why people was like yes this is an iconic card because it's why would an iconic card not sell for a million dollars you know i could say you know i i get that part of it I think you've you've done an amazing job of of 
of describing the argument for the other side, even though we know where you stand. And, and great job on that. Um, I think you've, you've highlighted something that I think is worth really diving into, which is that people consider things that are iconic that they hear about a lot. And this is why when people talk about cards and the hobby, it, it influences how people think, right? We saw that trout superfractor after it sell after itself a million times and seeing that over and over again on ESPN and throughout the different news outlets, I think it influences how we think about what is recognizable, what is iconic. And those two things are synonymous with each other. And so, you know, I, 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 I love your perspective because you're sitting here going, no, like I'm a card purist. I know the history of it. I know which one's like, like more meaningful. I get it. And it's tops and it's, it's the real, like, this is the card. And then on the other side of things, there's this other group of people that maybe don't know that definitely don't know the set as well, that they don't know the cards as well. And so um, I just think it's interesting in terms of how it all falls out in the end. And your point about one, one version of this card or the tops card, it's never going to be a million dollar card in any version. I think that means something, but I don't know. I don't know that it means that it will always be less iconic. And I think the fact that they're virtually tied, I mean, I just looked at the points. They're all, they're, they're very close to each other. The difference between 45 and 41 on this list is really slim. Right. And so, um, you know, they're, they're, there it, it is i would say it's you know more of a tie than than thinking about one way higher than the other but i'm happy to see it on the list still i think it, i mean considering it's it's like the second most expensive baseball card ever it's hard to think that it wouldn't be somewhere on the list any other thoughts before we go no i think it's it's fair just it's funny to think though where that card probably sold in 2009 versus what it is now because his cards when the, you know it's funny his cards when they first came out they were not expensive like today's bowman cards when they're coming out again where i mean my goodness people are paying six figures for prospects who haven't even sniffed major league yet his cards were not selling i mean you could have gotten a base bowman chrome autograph for under 100 bucks at that time i remember sorry this total tangent but like I bought a 2009 Bowman Sterling autograph of his for $25. That card is not $25. <laughs> how, mu how much is that card ish now? Five, $6,000. You know, mm -hmm. that's what like that doesn't happen anymore. No, you don't, you don't see 200 X's very often. And, uh, and that, that, that is awesome. Well, again, Suze, really appreciate you covering card number 40, the 2009 Bowman Chrome Mike Trout card. Tomorrow we'll be back with card number 39 on the iconic 100 list. And until next time, happy collecting.